screamed to me the other night, hey, Will, I want to be an actor, man. I want to be an actor just like you. You know, usually people say stuff to me like that. I'm like, yeah, man, you know, you can do it. Just give them an encouraging word. But I was just sitting in here thinking, and it dawned on me, 99% of people that say stuff like that are not willing to do what it takes to make their dreams come true. The Marines have a saying, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. And that's just real. At the center of bringing any dream into fruition is self-discipline. You know, some, something as simple as food and eating, it, it's not about your, your body as much as it is about your mind. It's getting command of your mind to be able to choose actions that are in your own best interest. Every day, we are choosing shit that's not in our own best interest. Right. So if the world is attacking you and the world wants to fight you and the world's trying to hold you down, so you're going to kick yourself in the balls, so you're going to stop yourself from getting what you dream. Self-discipline is the center of all material success. You cannot win the war against the world if you can't win the war against your own mind. Hugely important to me to maintain a certain energy. It's like it, it's it's healing, it's loving, it's kind. And um, I learned really young that my energy was uh, infectious, yeah. right? So when you know I come into the studio, when I long after I leave, the energy that I bring is still going to be here, and then people are going to take it home yeah. and they're going to affect their families with yeah. it. So you know, for me, it's hugely important to maintain just positive, loving energy. Just you're, always, a, you're always grateful. Yeah, yeah, I'm really happy. Mm. You know, it's funny, I worked with Gene, I worked with uh, Gene Hackman, and we had a thing every morning, because Gene Hackman wasn't a morning person, and you see, <laughs> this is what I do in the morning. <laughs> you know, so every morning I would say, I would say, hey, good morning, Mr. Hackman. He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I would say, uh, he'd say, hey, how you doing, Will? I'd say, hey, man, I'm just happy to be here. He would say, no, you're lucky to be here. Right? <laughs> so we would do that every morning, and but it became my way of like just you know getting it, getting it up and getting it going. It's, it's just I, I love it. Fail early, fail often, fail forward. Um, you know, it's always a little bit frustrating to me when when people have a negative relationship with failure. Failure is a massive part of being able to be successful. You have to get comfortable with failure. Yet you have to actually seek failure. Failure is where all of the lessons are. You know, when you go to the gym and you work out, you're actually seeking failure. You want to take your muscles to the point where you get to failure because that's where the the adaptation is. That's where growth is. Successful people fail a lot. They fail a whole lot more than they succeed, but they extract the lessons from the failure and they use that, the, the energy and they use the wisdom to come around to the next phase of success. You gotta take a shot. You have to live at the edge of your capabilities. You gotta live where you're almost certain you're gonna fail. That's the reason for practice. Practice is controlled failure. You're getting to your limit, getting to your limit, getting to your limit. You can't lift that, you can't do that You until you get to the point that all of a sudden your body makes the adjustment and then you can do it. Failure uh, actually helps you to recognize the areas where you need to evolve. So fail early, 
fail often, fail forward. Set your life on fire and seek those who fan your flames. The Philly translation of that is don't be hanging with no jank-ass jokers that don't help you shine. The prerequisite for spending time with any person is that they nourish and inspire you. They feed your flame. Look at your last five text messages. Are those people feeding your flames or dousing your fire? Put your phone down for just a second and look around. Look to the people around you. Are those people throwing logs on your fire or are they pissing on it? The people that you spend time with are gonna make or break your dreams. Everybody don't deserve to be around you. You gotta defend your light with your life. So who are the people in your life that are fanning your flames? concept of improving lives runs through the center of everything I do. And then I realize that the, the, the way to improve lives is to continually improve yourself, right? So with that, every, every morning when I, when I get out of the bed, you know, I, the, I haven't fixed everything in the world yet, so there's always something to do. And uh, in this film, I read a, an interesting quote. Um, uh, the uh, Siddhartha uh, Gautama, the, the Buddha, he said um, that um, good people have to get out of the bed every day and try to empty the ocean with a ladle, mm -hmm. right? And I thought that was, you know, I, I knew that was profound and I paused for a second and I said, all right, what the hell is a ladle, right? <laughs> Right, so then, you know, I just, I touched it on my iPad, it's ladle. Oh, it's like a big spoon, a big spoon, okay. As we it's say, like Philly. a soup spoon, yeah. yeah. It's like a soup spoon. I was like, why are you a soup spoon? So trying to empty the ocean with a soup spoon, you know, as the, the mentality of how you, you wake up every day to try to do good yeah. in, in the world. So for me, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really driven by continually trying to um, elevate my elevate my mind and elevate my spirit and care for my body and um, to be able to love as many people as effectively as as possible with this mystery of life that I've been given. I want to do good. Yeah. I want the world to be better because I was here. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. If you're loving this episode, please leave a review and comments down below. I have a great time with my life and I want to share it. I love living. I think that's infectious. It's something that you can't fake. Greatness is not this um, wonderful, esoteric, elusive, uh, godlike feature that only the special among us are, will ever taste. You know, it's something that truly exists in 
all of us. It's very simple. This is what I believe, and I'm willing to die for it. I want to represent the idea that you really can make what you want. One of my favorite books is The, the Alchemist, mm -hmm. uh, Paolo Coelho. And that's just, I just believe that. I, I believe that I can create whatever I want to create. It's that simple. I know who I am, and I know what I believe. I know who I am, I know who, what I believe. that's all I need to know. And that's all I, I need to know. know. So from there, you do what you need to do. Yeah. You know? And I think what happens is we make this situation more complex than it has to because be. Because we're looking for complexity. There's got to be Absolutely. something complex to understand. It right? can't be that easy. No. We didn't grow up uh, with the sense that where we were was where we were going to be. You know, we grew up with the sense that where we were almost didn't matter because we were it, becoming, we were becoming right. something greater. Some in the Cayman Islands uh, just got finished doing a couple of days of work. And, um, you know, I was, I'm in the room. I'm finally by myself. It's quiet. There's no people around. I'm chilling. And I'm like, you know, trying to figure out something to do. So, you know, I figured, all right, let me go turn the news on. And then it dawned on me, I was like, but the, the news agitates me. It's disruptive, it, I get aggravated. And I was like, nah. And then I felt this crazy urge, like I couldn't stop myself from going to turn the news on. And I was like, oh sh And I realized my mind was seeking disturbance. Like, nah, it's too peaceful. I need, I need to be disrupted and, and aggravated. And I realized, like, we actually have to cultivate a taste for peace. We're actually addicted to things that agitate and aggravate us, you know? You're like, damn, every time I see this person, we argue, I'm, I just, I don't, I don't wanna argue with this fool. Well, stop. What, what happens is we actually get addicted to the argument. We're addicted to the aggravation, addicted to the agitation. I just really made a decision to myself today, just sitting here in the Cayman Islands, that I'm going to be quiet, I'm going to be still, and I'm going to be alone. I mean, right after you listen to my IG story and right after you, you follow me, then then put it down and just just be, be alone and quiet and still. The first step before anybody else in the world believes it is you have to believe it. There's no reason to have a plan B because it distracts from plan A. It was 94 or something like that. They were open to Planet Hollywood. I found myself in a room with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, and Sly. And I was like, oh my God, I got these three guys in the room. And I was like, okay, I wanna be the biggest movie star in the world. And I need you guys to tell me how to do it. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, he said, he said, if your movie is only big in America, it doesn't matter. You'll be a movie star only when you're a movie star in every country in the world. You have to travel, you have to go, you have to meet the people. Confucius 
said, uh, he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right. Being realistic is the most commonly traveled road to mediocrity. Why would you be realistic? What's the point of being realistic? Just put up a barrier. Yeah, I'm going to do it. It's done. It's already done. The second I decide it's done, it's already done. It's right. Now we just got to wait for y'all to see. I just launched a YouTube channel, and the, the, I, I didn't realize how uh, great social media was for the short-form content. So I have all of these ideas. I have all of these songs. I have all of these skits. I have all of these things that I didn't think I'd ever get around to putting out that I'll be doing on my social media. So right. I'll definitely be putting out records. I'll definitely be, be uh, doing skits, and I'll definitely be uh, okay. uh, creating uh, content that has been bubbling in me for years. I believe that self-discipline is the definition of self-love. That when you say that you love yourself, that means that you have behavior towards yourself that is loving. It's like you say to yourself, hey man, look, I know you want to eat that pizza and it'll be really good, you know, but I can't let you eat that, man. I love you too much to let you eat that. And I think the word discipline has kind of gotten a, a bad name. We think about it in terms of punishment. I'm not, I'm not talking about discipline in that way. I'm talking about discipline in the sense that you, you forego immediate pleasure for the exchange of long-term self-respect. It's unrealistic to walk in a room and flip a switch and lights come on. That's unrealistic. Fortunately, Edison didn't think so. It's unrealistic to think you're going to bend a piece of metal and fly people over an ocean in that metal. That's unrealistic. But fortunately, the Wright brothers and others didn't, didn't believe that. And it just, seems, it, it just seems like such a ridiculous idea to me to embrace the idea that it's not going to happen, and that's not real for that to happen. As soon as you say it, now you just made that real. Dude uh, screamed to me the other night, hey, Will, I want to be an actor, man. I want to be an actor just like you. You know, usually people say stuff to me like that. I'm like, yeah, man, you know, you can do it. Just give them an encouraging word. But I was just sitting in here thinking, and it dawned on me, 99% of people that say stuff like that are not willing to do what it takes to make their dreams come true. The Marines have a saying, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. And that's just real. At the center of bringing any dream into fruition is self-discipline. You know, so something as simple as food and eating, it's not about your, your body as much as it is about your mind. It's getting command of your mind to be able to choose actions that are in your own best interest. Every day we are choosing shit that's not in our own best interest, right? So if the world is attacking you and the world wants to fight you and the world's trying to hold you down, so you're going to kick yourself in the balls? So you're going to stop yourself from getting what you dream. Self.
Discipline is the center of all material success. You cannot win the war against the world if you can't win the war against your own mind. Our thoughts, our feelings, our dreams, our ideas are physical in the universe. That if we dream something, if we picture something, if we commit ourselves to it, that that is a physical thrust towards realization that we can put into the universe. That the universe is not a thing that's going to push us around. That the world and, and people and situations are not something that's going to push us around. That we are going to bend the universe and command and demand that the universe become what we want it to be. Only thing that I see that is distinctly different about me is I'm not afraid to die on a treadmill. You might have more talent than me, you might be smarter than me, but if we get on the treadmill together, right, there's two things. You're getting off first, yeah. or I'm gonna die. There's a certain delusional quality that all successful people have to have. You have to believe that something different than what has happened for the last 50 yeah, million yeah, years right. of history. You have to believe that something different can happen. Fail early, fail often, fail forward. Um, you know, it's always a little bit frustrating to me when, when people have a negative relationship with failure. Failure is a massive part of being able to be successful you have to get comfortable with failure yet you have to actually seek failure failure is where all of the lessons are you know when you go to the gym and you work out you're actually seeking failure you want to take your muscles to the point where you get to failure because that's where the the adaptation is that's where growth is successful people fail a lot they fail a whole lot more than they succeed but they extract the lessons from the failure and they use that the the energy and they use the wisdom to come around to the next phase of success you gotta take a shot you have to live at the edge of your capabilities you gotta live where you're almost certain you're gonna fail that's the reason for practice practice is controlled failure you're getting to your limit getting to your limit getting to your limit you can't lift that you can't do that you until you get to the point that all of a sudden your body makes the adjustment and then you can do it failure uh, actually helps you to recognize the areas where you need to evolve so fail early fail often fail forward I was just uh, having a debate with a friend of mine and we got stuck on the difference between fault and responsibility. And she kept talking about how something was somebody's fault, it's somebody's fault. And I was like, it really, it don't matter whose fault it is that something is broken if it's your responsibility to fix it. It's not somebody's fault if their father was an abusive alcoholic, but it's for damn sure their responsibility to figure out how they're gonna deal with those traumas and try to make a life out of it. It's not your fault if your partner cheated and ruined your marriage, but it is for damn sure 
your responsibility to figure out how to take that pain and how to overcome that and build a happy life for yourself. Fault and responsibility do not go together. It sucks, but they don't. When something is somebody's fault, we want them to suffer. We want them punished. We want them to, to pay. And we want it to be their responsibility to fix it. But that's, that's not how it works, especially when it's your heart. Your heart, your life, your happiness is your responsibility and your responsibility alone. As long as we're pointing the finger and, and, and stuck in whose fault something is, we're jammed and trapped into victim mode. When you're in victim mode, you are stuck in suffering. The road to power is in taking responsibility. Your heart, your life, your happiness is your responsibility and your responsibility alone. For me, a personal confrontation with death made me see the value of time and the fact that the only elixir is love. The, the, the time that you spend has got to be in preparing yourself and giving and receiving uh, the most amount of love you can. You know, my mission is to improve lives. Uh, so I want to do things that put positivity and positive energy and love into the world. You know, I've always been really product oriented. You know, it's like, I want to win. When I do something, I want to win. I want it to be number one and I want to smash it. I, you know, I have a daughter now, I have a 15 year old daughter and she really, she got me and shifted uh, my focus from product to people. It took a couple of years, but as soon as I got knocked off of product and started shifting to people, the whole world opened up for me again and acting opened up in a whole new way to not go into day one of a movie trying to figure out what everybody has to do so we win versus opening up and every person's a new, uh, it's a whole new world. Generally when I went into a product, when I went into a meeting with a director, my focus was, can this guy win? Can this girl win? A, a pathology that got broken for me a couple of years ago and then releasing that and just wanting to connect with people and wanting to grow and wanting to get new ideas and have new experiences that don't have to have uh, a, an outcome. It just opened up a whole new world for me and I fell in love and then I couldn't imagine what else I could do in acting that could add so much to my life other than acting difference between depression and joy, right? And I think it's purpose. When you wake up in the morning and your life means something to somebody other than you, that you have a purpose. If you don't go do the things that you're going to do, people's lives will suffer. To live in service, not to you, but to live in service to humanity, to live in service to your family, to live in service to your church, to your city, to your country, to the world. Living in service is that, uh, I feel like that is the purest form of joy. Taking responsibility, accepting responsibility is not an admission of guilt. You're not admitting that you're at fault. Taking responsibility is a recognition of the power that you seize when you stop blaming people. It's not like you're letting somebody who wronged you off the hook. 
Like taking responsibility is an act of emotional self-defense. Taking responsibility is taking your power back. I look at the world through a lens of comedy. My natural reaction is always, no matter when something happens and I can't even help it, it's why is that funny? You know, so even at a, a funeral, I can't help but think why that's funny. Extremely helpful for me just psychologically that no matter what's going on, I can't keep my mind from finding jokes. A, a beautiful way to stay joyous and positive. I, I live in complete terror. Everything for me uh, about this business and, uh, and uh, you know, about what I've been trying to build and what I've been trying to do with my life keeps me in terror. I'm, I am deeply motivated by fear. I'm, I'm trying to, to develop a more realistic perspective of what this business is. When I was 15 years old, my first girlfriend cheated on me. Oh. And I remember making a decision that nobody would ever cheat on me again. And the way I was going to do that is by being the biggest actor on earth. Huh. Right? So is there's the, there's been this weird psychology that I've always felt like if my movies are number one, my life is going to work out great. I've always been the, the type of person who thought of, I thought of myself as resilient, you know, that I could always make my way back. Being stuck in the past, is a, it, it makes it extremely difficult to, to find your way out. And future thinking for me has always been the way to get over difficult times, to be able to look over the darkness to a potential time of light. Very rarely do I look backwards. I'm always uh, looking forward. You know, to me, showbiz is not separated from the rules of the universe. Whether you're in show business or, you know, you're selling cars or you're farming, you know, you're not, you're not separate from the, the laws of the universe and all of the rules are the same everywhere. For my children, the most important thing is that they be encouraged to fully and thoroughly be themselves no matter what. When you, when you have yourself and you're thorough and confident in who you are, you can survive anywhere. There's a certain delusional quality that all successful people have to have. You have to believe that something different than what has happened for the last 50 yeah. million yeah, years right. of history, you have to believe that something different can happen. Yeah, it's almost a kind of innocence. Absolutely. It, you know, you know, a, in, in other words, if you knew how difficult it was, right. <laughs> you would have never gone down that path. Absolutely. You know, if Ali, somebody had said to Ali, no one can beat this guy. He's this much stronger, he's this much bigger, he's right. got that much bigger punch than you do. Mm -hmm. And he believed that, he would have said, Never, you never gotta have an innocence that step. somehow. Absolutely. You know, I and can, I think I that, that that's a huge part of, of, of me. Because, and I say to my friends, all the time and we we laugh about it i truly honestly as i sit here before you right now as honestly as i can say it to you i truly believe that i could be the president if i wanted to and as bizarre as that may sound to yeah. people that have traveled the path before me and to people who actually know how yeah. difficult it is foolish will smith honestly <laughs> believes it's, it's in here. Well, 
I feel very strongly that we are who we choose to be. I consider myself an, an alchemist. An alchemist is basically a, a mystical chemist. And one of the great feats that alchemists used to do is they would take lead, just take a chunk of lead, and they could turn lead into gold. Being able to turn lead into gold. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my grandmother used to say, you know, life give you a lemon, you go ahead and make lemonade. Absolutely. To me, that's, that's alchemy. That's, the, that's yeah. the same concept behind the, the, the alchemist. You don't set out to build a wall. You don't say, I'm going to build the biggest, baddest, greatest wall that's ever been built. You don't start there. You say, I'm going to lay this brick yeah. as perfectly as a brick can be laid. There will not be one brick on the face of the earth that's going to be laid better than this brick that I'm going to lay in this next 10 minutes. Yeah. And you do that every single day. And soon you have a and wall. And soon you have a wall. It's difficult to take the first step when you look how big yeah, exactly. the, the task is. The task is never huge to me. It's always yeah, me one brick. I don't want to be uh, an, an icon. I realize that when, to, to have the level of success that I, I want to have, it's difficult to spread it out and do multiple things. You know, it's, it's in order to, to be world class, and I've made a decision, I want to be world class. And it just, it takes such a desperate, obsessive focus yeah. to, to excel on, a, on, a, on the level that, that I want to make movies. You know, I was uh, Star Wars when I was young. I sat in a movie theater and watched Star Wars, and I just couldn't believe that that movie made me feel like that, just floored and just stunned by the creativity. And just I'm realizing that in order to move people in that way, in order to touch people in that way, you really got to focus with all of your fiber and all of your heart and all of your creativity. We didn't grow up uh, with the sense that where we were was where we were going to be. You know, we grew up with the sense that where we were almost didn't matter because we were it, becoming, we were becoming right. something greater. As a child, my parents always told me, you could be whatever you want to be. You could do whatever you want to do. It was something I heard my parents saying it, but I didn't totally believe it. Yet I went out in the world and I carried myself and I held my head high and I stood there and I looked people in their eyes and I talked to people as if I was deserving of everything that this planet has to offer. Confucius said one time, he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right. So I want to stand here before you, and as I hold this award, I want to give love to my wife, and I want you to keep in your heart, just know that you can. Know that you can. The road to success is through commitment and through the strength to drive through that commitment when it gets hard. And it is going to get hard, and you're going to want to quit sometimes, but it'll be colored by who you are and more who you want to be. I definitely found that uh, wanting to be an actor stems from wanting to be somebody. Separation of talent and skill is one of the, 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 the greatest misunderstood concepts for people who are trying to excel, who have dreams that want to do things. Talent you have naturally. Skill is only developed by hours and hours and hours of beating on your craft. For me, it it has been the to be that guy that does what people say can't be done. 
you know? And I think it started with uh, trying to please my mother and trying to please my grandmother. And they always wanted higher for me. They always wanted more for me. And it got to the point that I wanted to be something. I wanted to be somebody. And it, it made me uh, choose certain roles. It, it made me turn down certain roles. Um, there is more, more than an image that I want to project. I want to be the person that is the first person there and the last person to leave. I never really viewed myself as particularly talented. Where I excel is ridiculous, sickening work ethic. You know, while the other guy's sleeping, I'm working. While the other guy's eating, I'm working. Anytime you inject extremes into the universe, you can expect extremes to, to come back. Um, I think that you know, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got was uh, don't let your successes go to your head and don't let your failures go to your heart. Do you follow that? Uh, I try. <laughs> no, it, it is, it's, it, it's absolutely um, a difficult, uh, even more so now with my, my wife and my children expanding into it, the the scope of it is actually becoming more difficult to manage. The things that, uh, almost in a spiritual sense, the things that you attract to yourself. Um, and also, if you think about it in terms of altitude, the higher you go, the harder it is to breathe. There's less oxygen. And I think in that phrase, what I get from that with Marlon Brando, what, what happens is, if you think about it in terms of mountain climbing, mountain climbing, the higher and the higher you get, the less oxygen there is, the harder it is to breathe as you get to this successful space. And the first thing people want to do is get down. And what you do by getting down is self-destructive. And I'm just working hard to make sure that I don't allow the lack of oxygen to uh, dull my appreciation for the gifts I've been given.